Hello and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Tiago da Costa. I'm with Toric. Today I have the pleasure of talking to Tony Pelesca from Cross Anderson Construction. Um, how did you prioritize the, the, the sources that you were looking for um, when you're going through this journey uh, in order to report and pr produce analytics for you know, the downstream people that were going to be consuming it? How did you define like, okay, these are the sources I need to get started with? Well, I think, um, so like I said, as we did this kind of um, conversation with the organization, I'd call it, it's kind of this, like, if you could have the world, what would you, what would you want to have? Some themes kind of around projects and jobs and revenue and prop, gross profit, just some core data points were kind of resonating amongst the conversations. And one of the things that we first put in here, which I think was critical in us deciding on what we were going to do, was we uh, we established a business technology investment committee. And I chair the committee as the CIO here, but uh, these concepts and ideas are all brought to this committee so that we could collectively make decisions and actively challenge the group. And that committee consists of the president of the organization, the president of the realty side of the organization, our COO, our CFO, and our head of legal, and then I chair that committee. So I'm not deciding these things. The requests are coming to that group to say that this is kind of where we see the information. That group is kind of the deciding point to where we're going to uh, set our focus. And then we really, we put a, a disciplined project management structure in to each one of these proofs of concept to measure, are we hitting the right points? Are we targeting the right things so that we could actively ebb and flow for kind of how we want to do some of this work? And we met, we meet monthly. And this was a big component of what we're trying to do on a monthly basis to get a good output for how we wanted to target some of the things that we wanted to see. That's, that was critical. Um, in making this all work. Yeah, that's great. So it sounds like, you know, the business um, side was basically coming in and saying, hey, you know, this is the kind of information we're trying to see over here, but it's not, you know, it's not coming through. And we also need that data point from over there. And then that's what drove what you're integrating in your pond, essentially. Correct. Um, what, what fish were you bringing into the pond? <laughs> so uh, uh, the yeah, fish that we're bringing into the pond was really a lot of financial data, I would say, to start. Yeah. Some of the things that we could truly know was was correct um, yeah. data that we knew where it was at points in time, right? And we knew how it was updated, you know, through its journey, and we knew what we were trying to get out of it, right? So we know, you know, what our profit margins look like, what we will expect on a monthly um, input, you know, it's kind of how did we measure our how do we measure our product projects. And how did we want to see that? So we took some of our core reports, right? Um, that where we looked at, you know, uh, financial performance side of how we're doing. And we took some of those reports and said, what are you, what's critical here? And how do you want to see that? Right. Yeah. And we took that, we put it into our, we threw it through our ETL, put it into our data warehouse, our data aquarium. <laughs> right. And then we used, we started to use Power BI to kind of report out the value and insights into that to people so that they could skew and see every project based on what your role and responsibility was across the board. And we started to build on that, 
you know, um, just the core competencies of, of some of the things that were add-ons. What are other things you want to see? So that was kind of kind of was our proof of concept where we and then we just started to add on to that and created this world and structure. And one of the things that I think was really valuable is once they started to see some of this proof of concept, they saw how data was being utilized and where some of their mistakes were, right? Once you see the data in a real-time manner, you're seeing, oh, we're, we're looking at this the wrong way. Or, oh my gosh, we should be doing this differently. And there are a lot of aha moments as we went through the proof of concept process where people are like, oh, 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 we manually entered that piece. Well, we should probably look at systematically doing something so we could do it this way. So I think that that was like the most important part of the journey is these aha moments we saw just in the proof of concept, delivering information and uh, being able to be agile and nimble to where we wanted to go next. And uh, I just can't say enough to that piece of this. And that was at every level of the organization from the, from the PMs um, who were the ones who were, you know, responsible for the input of the data to the, to the DOOs um, who were kind of ma managing the folks who were inputting the data to upper management who wanted to see trends and modeling, you know, across the board, all of that was different. And we had these also aha moments as we went from a, a lead to a sale to 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 an active project you know to to close out i think we saw where we could do a better job throughout that process in organizing and structuring our data because it was there we just weren't look we weren't looking at it the right ways so that's exciting to see, you know, that's the value level that people see where they were ready to put more investment into more of the work that we're trying to do. That's awesome. Cool. And well, as you went through this POC and, and I think up to now, like how has the team evolved and do you, do you put a data team in place? Uh, you mentioned you had a DB, a DBA and a, a few other roles, but what does that team look like? How big is that team today? And, um, and how are they um, maintaining all of these different data pipelines and solutions you're building internally? Sure. So the team is definitely very diverse. And, you know, I'm trying to, you know, and me learning, learning the roles and responsibilities within the construction industry and the realty industry, you know, they're, they're, they're different. And I have kind of a, a variety of different levels of who I have to adhere to, to report out on this. So some of the core people on the, the teams there's the IT piece where I think, you know, we have a vendor partner who I have used historically for really helping me create the data strategy. And they're the ones who help kind of build out the ETL piece, kind of help kind of define some of the things we should do and strategically helping us implement that has been critical. I mean, you know, as, as you're, as we're going down this journey, you have to have those experts who know certain things around these tools who have done it 75 ways to Sunday, right? My job, I don't do that every day. The DBA's job, he doesn't do that every day. My cloud uh, engineer doesn't do that every day. Um, they're kind of, their job is also keeping everything up and going, making sure our systems are up in place. So it was kind of a secondary role for them, but we dedicated their time to some of this stuff. And then we really cross-pollinated that team with business users, right? Um, we, we have a team of construction technologists 
that have a variety of roles within the organization um, that report in through me um, as part of that business technology investment committee. So those are some senior PMs are on that team who are really tech savvy. So they're the people who really are the, they kind of, they, they, they have the respect of their peers to be experts in what they do. So they help buy an adoption of what's actually happening across the board. And they report into me so they can kind of lead some of these efforts, right? That's some senior PMs. That's uh, one of the people who's head of BD, one of the people who's head of BIM, you know, all these people kind of report into me for the, as construction technologists, and they're playing a part in, in a role in our data strategy and everything that we do there. The third major thing is that the ownership of this stuff is federated out to leadership within each core business unit, right? So that they have a role in saying what works and what doesn't, and that they have a role to report that stuff back in so that through that BTIC committee so that we can kind of have a active work plate of where we want to go long term, short term and long term for what we're trying to do. So that team does ebb and flow based on projects and where we're going to allocate our time. Cause this is something that is not a set and forget it. This is like a, this is like an ongoing instrument that we're building on over time and how much time and effort we put to that is kind of determined through that BTIC and what resources we bring in are through that BTIC. So it's it's exciting. It's making every everyone actively engaged in it, and they and they're seeing kind of the roadmap for the future for where we want to go. That's awesome, and and within that team, I think it sounds like you have a few like technical folks on data side, and then some business um, folks helping develop some of the KPIs and metrics you want to pull and the use cases. Um, did you end up hiring data engineers and what were some of the challenges with uh, data engineering for, for you guys? We, we, we haven't hired any data engineers yet. We, uh, that we still have those folks as they're training some of our folks internally, not as data engineers, but I would just call them as light. I'd call them light data analysts, right? Um, the data engineering is through our vendor partner that we have, who's kind of come in to help from the, strategy, ETL, data warehousing, life cycle from to, to, you know, and I'll talk about kind of our long-term plan to go to Microsoft Fabric, but that's, that's kind of, they're there to help kind of do that piece. And we're trying to fully educate the whole organization to be kind of, to, to utilize data differently through that vendor partner. So I'd say that's a big piece of it. Some of the challenges with that is, I would say is is truly with a variety of people who have done things a certain way for so long, right? It was a, a challenge for me is if they what what I had to learn through the process is that everybody's going to get their their own way. Sometimes if they want a pie graph, let them have a pie graph, right? Don't try to change the pie graph. Try to change the back end to what it's going to be, and make sure that these people who are trying to to get you there, understand to give them the pie graph, right? Because once they have the pie graph, then they can see they could do extra stuff. They're going to want more after they have that to the next thing. And that was a that was a little bit of the learning curve. And it was really trying to make sure we started to crawl, walk, and then run. And I would say that we spent a lot of time in the crawl slash walk space, and we're still in that walk space. We're not in the run space yet. And we're doing that because you got to get the buy-in at every level. 
And we're moving a little slower for some folks and maybe too fast for others, but it's at the right set for the organization as a whole. So we don't, don't try to bite off more than we can chew. And a, a good example would be like, you know, as we're trying to define the data in a crosswalk, you know, from system A to system B, a lot of people want to change the as-is state as they're doing the defining piece. And I'm like, no, define the as-is state so that we can collectively define what it's going to be to be. And that that's a challenge because people see mistakes, they see things, but you have to have it all defined because if you try to fix a mistake too early before defining the whole thing, you might be able to do one fail swoop change and fix 20 things instead of trying to hunt and peck as you find things through the through the process. And I think that's uh that's that's been difficult, you know, and it's uh because change in this space is not easy. Um but it's definitely something that you can see value with quickly with the tools and technology that you have to do some of this stuff. And that's what we're seeing here across Anderson. Thank you, Tony. And uh, your journey is awesome. And to know more about these kinds of interviews, visit cdomagazine.tech for um, additional interviews with uh, CDOs like Tony. Thank you. Thank you so much.